0: Hey, ladies, welcome to Worth Above Ruby's podcast, Warzone, where women come together to have real conversations about real life, real issues and what God says about us. We are stronger together than apart. And as we face common issues around us, we hope this podcast will make you feel strong, united and most of all, empowered. Let's zone in. Welcome back. We are in the zone, episode three. It's your girl Lisa and Manuela. And we are here to talk about career and purpose today. Yes. So, first of all, check in. How are we doing? A bit overwhelmed, oh. but alive. Now, do you want to elaborate? <laughs> Yo,
1: know, there's just a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Busy week, busy weekend. Right, right, right. So, you know, I'm just trying to push through to a non busy week and non busy
0: weekend. <laughs> But I'm alive. Okay. Yes. We are thankful for life. Thankful for breathing another day. Mm -hmm. But recapping from our self-care. Wait. How are you doing though? Oh. I'm doing okay. Okay. You know. Day to day. Going through the motions. Mm -hmm. But I thought we should do a little recap. Okay. So our self-care episode. Mm -hmm. Now you said overwhelmed. Yes. Have you practiced any self-care? Don't have the time
1: right now. (laughs) Let's just be transparent. Okay. You know. Sometimes you won't have time to practice Mm self-care. Because you're so busy. Right. So, I'm just gonna make sure I do it in the off week, okay, you okay. know because you know i can't I can't just not
0: right, so you have to fit that in somewhere yes all right, well, where do we start with all of this? Well, okay, how did you find your career? Let's start there, okay, um.
1: How did it start? So high school, took a psychology class. It was pretty cool learning how people think and what make people, you know, how do people get to the point where they are as far as mentally. That was great. Um, go to college. I went to college, took an education course. I wanted as an education major because I wanted to be a teacher. Every girl, honestly, <laughs> honestly wants, wants to, to be a teacher, a teacher or a lawyer in the beginning. Um, so I took an education course and it was like education and policy okay and it's just talked about like teaching to the test Mm. and making sure that your kids pass the test Mm -hmm. and and I hated it I was just like are you kidding me so I'm not really they're not really learning anything they're just learning how to pass a test and I hate tests I'm a horrible Mm -hmm. test taker Mm. Um, so I was just like this is crap (laughs) like (laughs) I remember my mentor at the time was also in the education field and she was like one of the um, school of education Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess professors at the time and when I told her that I was switching she was pissed so (laughs) I you know In the moment, I didn't really know why I was switching, but I just knew that I couldn't do Mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? Psychology seems pretty chill. Mm -hmm. Let's just do that. Mm -hmm. And in learning and in going, you know, in college, you're super focused on certain things. So learning more about that, like, you can go so far with psychology. It doesn't really matter, you know, Mm -hmm. if if you have a psychology base. And then I, what happened? Finished up my psych course. I was doing a lot of, like, mentoring and stuff on campus. And during the summer... I thought it was pretty cool mm-hmm. last year of, of college they're like you know, you know you're know, you about to graduate what are you about to do right. just like oh don't know <laughs> um, I just didn't know like exactly what I wanted to do but I, I just knew I wanted to help people mm-hmm. right so I was just looking at programs one day I was just like oh this seems pretty cool mm-hmm. clinical mental health program dived in mm-hmm. and voila yeah And Perfect.
0: I love it good what about you well, the journey um, was a little different for me. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> it was. Tell so the people. I started off being an accountant major, mm-hmm. um, love math, love concrete solutions, mm-hmm. all that reading and writing stuff was just not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I really don't like the whole punctuation, grammar, okay. can't understand it. Okay. Now I've gotten a lot better, okay. but I just didn't like it. It uh-huh. wasn't my flavor, mm-hmm. but... And plus, like, my dad, well, my older brother, he's a CPA, so, okay. like, my dad was like, oh, my God, you're going to be like your brother, you're um, going to make a lot of money, yeah. and you need to make a lot of money in this Please. Caribbean <laughs> household to take care of us. Us, because <laughs> your cause money we is put our money. You through school, you know, no pressure at all. Uh-huh. But I started off with it um, at a community college, and it was boring. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got a D in the class, and I my self-esteem was extremely <laughs> shot Ooh, down, shot. but it also made me realize maybe this is not what I should be doing Mm -hmm. um and though I got my associates in it I was just like this is not it and Mm -hmm. then I think like my relationship with God had a lot to do with kind of switching my career path Mm -hmm. and then I stumbled upon social work because I was like well I want to help people where do Mm -hmm. I start took sociology psychology you know all those like generic classes that they have you take and then Went into social work to, I guess, make it official, Mm -hmm. but knew that I wouldn't make much coin because, you know, that's what they say, Mm -hmm. but... Yeah, that's how I landed. And then I got into healthcare social work mm-hmm. through my dad getting sick and like mm-hmm. being in the hospital setting. And I was like, oh, okay, medical social work. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like the highest paying social work job. Okay. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. He's <laughs> talking. Um, and then labor and delivery was like very attractive for mm. personal reasons, of course, mm. my own experiences there. Mm-hmm. So I just decided, all right. I feel like this is purpose-driven, okay. and it's matching with a career choice. Mm-hmm. Here we go.
1: So you consider your current job
0: your purpose? Yes. Okay. For a season. For a season? For a season. So you're not going to be there long. <laughs> 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 you said
1: for a season? For a season.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. And would yes, you consider
1: yes. your current job a passion?
0: It is a passion. I do love maternal child health. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. I do love working with the moms Uh and babies. Yeah. Um, But I say season because I do feel like your purpose and passion can grow and change Mm -hmm. over time. Mm -hmm. So though I will always feel connected to that area, Mm -hmm. I'm also sensing an expiration date. Okay. And my passion is growing into other things. Yeah. So. Cool. That sounds good. How about you? Is my job
1: a, like passion, a passion? Yeah, yeah. I think it's becoming more of a passion now. Okay. I realize, like, I have like, you have like little like glimmers of hope,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or glimmers of like, wow, I need to be, I need to be doing this, right? Yeah. Whenever you, whenever I'm like talking with other people who mm-hmm. in the profession, and you're like, wow, I care. <laughs> I care a, a lot. lot. <laughs> 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 um or when I'm finding myself trying to figure out new, more innovative mm-hmm. ways to reach my clients, mm-hmm. um, or just to help them see something a, from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Whenever I find myself doing that, I'm like, okay, I guess you know, just I could consider that mm-hmm. a passion or a purpose. But no, I don't. I can't see myself, honestly. In another job, mm. so that's my thing. That's where deep. I like, I can't see myself doing something else. Wow! So it better be this.
0: Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> if
1: it's not, then what am I doing? Right. But, What's um, the point? Yeah, I can't see myself doing like it doesn't you know when people are just like oh yeah go to work Mm -hmm. you know oh thank Mm -hmm. god I'm home I'm just like oh great like I (laughs) this is where oh my gosh I can't wait to go to the office oh
0: wow yeah isn't that crazy that's amazing so
1: yes I would consider it my passion okay yeah
0: do you think that passion pays the bills well uh, (laughs) (laughs)
1: truthfully truthfully Passion does not pay the bills. Yes. Okay. Preach. But not to get super holier than now. Hmm. I would rather look. These bills are gonna stay here when Jesus comes back. So. Yep. These loans, they're not coming to heaven with me. So. <laughs> no, um, they're not. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, knowing that God will always provide for me is good. I don't need more. Like if I had more money, I'm trying to think like what would I be doing? Would I be like right. if I win the lottery, mm-hmm. right? Am I gonna still be a therapist? Hmm. That's a good way to think about that. You know? Um, so for me it's not like, yes, of course we wanna get paid, you know, yeah. we wanna be able to live a life that's like oh enjoyable and fun mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like if you do ever come into a ton of money are you still going to be doing this thing? Is your passion still going to be, like, lit and, like, you know... Still fired up. Mm Exactly. And if your answer is yes, then great. Mm -hmm. But if your answer is no, is it your passion?
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, to answer that, I guess what I'm doing... Well, mine is very complicated, I guess. yes. Because I think because it rooted from a personal place and experience, it Mm -hmm. served its purpose for me to... Gain understanding, Mm -hmm. healing, Mm -hmm. and also give back. Yeah. Right? But... There comes a time where, okay, you've done your work there. It's time to now transition on uh-huh. to the larger purpose that's over your life. Uh-huh. So I can't say like mom baby stuff isn't a passion of mine anymore, but I feel like I have served my time there. Okay. And it started to become less of, oh, okay, I've experienced childbirth in a way. And more about the women I was like entering into their lives. Mm-hmm. And so that then led to women and war. And here yeah. we are today. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that is the bigger picture okay. that all these different experiences and positions and, you know, career paths have now like walked me to. So
1: your current job is like a stepping stone.
0: Yes. OK. Yes. That's good.
1: Yeah. As long as you're working towards something, I think it's important. Yeah. Because if you're not, then, you know.
0: I guess, how do... Because sometimes people can get stuck uh-huh. at a, you know, career stop. They get complacent. Mm-hmm. And they stop... They lose sight on, like, their bigger purpose. Yeah. yeah. And they just get stuck there. So mm-hmm. how do you, like, un- like get, get unstuck? unstuck? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I don't know. Because I haven't experienced it. Mm. So I can't really, you know... I can try to empathize, mm-hmm. but it's like, I don't, I don't know what it's like to walk in your shoes as far as being in a, in a career where you just hating, you're just doing it for the money. Right. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I would like, to, I would love to do is like, ch- I like to challenge people and mm-hmm. say, you know, if, if money was not an issue, would you be doing would what you be doing? doing? this? Yeah. You know? And if, if not, what would you be doing? Right. Okay, great. So why aren't you doing that? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? But... I think the older generation gets super complacent, you know, mm-hmm. in like this is the job mm-hmm. I chose. Mm-hmm. This is the job that's paying the bills. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for this job, I wouldn't. I would probably be homeless. Um, so I'm <laughs> going to continue on with this job, even though it's costing me like my joy. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me is unacceptable.
0: Yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah. I think our generation is like super, like
0: I got to love what I do. Yeah. And our generation, they want to be entrepreneurs yeah. now. That's becoming a bit more acceptable. Mm-hmm. Whereas back in the day, entrepreneur aware, like yeah. you need to have a nine to five, you need to a have doctor. a retirement plan, pension <laughs> yes. waiting for yes. you. Yes. Otherwise, it, you're not doing yeah. the American dream. Mm-hmm. So I think our culture, our, you know, it's shifting. it's yeah. definitely
1: shifting but you know you know how people say that things re- like history repeats itself yep i'm pretty sure okay <laughs> this is i have i have these thoughts where i'm like <laughs> we grew up with parents who were very much so vocation driven where you know get a job that pays the bills mm-hmm. and supports your family great mm-hmm. we saw how miserable probably it made them mm-hmm. and we were like you know what when i grow up i'm gonna do something that is, I'm passionate about right so that I don't become complacent or bored mm-hmm great we have our kids and let's say our kids see us like wow my mom followed her passion but you know sometimes the lights were cut off mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes Not i after the welfare really, well, i'm just saying let's be real you know cuz you know mm-hmm. <laughs> you it happens it happens you know we try to follow these passions you know there are a lot right. of you know rappers <laughs> in society you know so let's just be real singers to be singers you mm-hmm. know soundcloud rappers and singers but your kids see it being just such a struggle mm-hmm. and they're like yeah no i'm no. going to do what i can to make sure that bills are paid right so it's like a good
0: cycle. It is a cycle. That's very true that you said that, though. Yeah. Because they will see that and be like, nope, that's not about to be my story. Uh-uh. Like, But I'm I do feel like slipping. some people do find purpose in the typical nine to five. Yeah. Like they feel like this is where I need to be mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So there's no shade on that at all. Yeah. Whether it's your passion, purpose, whatever. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got to do. We I have nine feel, to fives right because I gotta pay the bills exactly whether it's my passion or not exactly needs some savings yeah I
1: mean but you know also I think also in addition to that 9 to 5 it's important for us not to like you said even like your personal story Mm -hmm. you don't put yourself in a box as far as you know this is what I do and this is it Mm -hmm. you are also you know coming out of that box and being able to stretch out Mm -hmm. and do Mm -hmm. more like for example my mom is an accountant Mm -hmm. um, by trade right? but like as far as like her passion for like women and everything mm-hmm. is like epic to me because I can see her just being there for so many people mm-hmm. and it doesn't it has nothing to do with her 95, 95 exactly. you know like how does helping women you know go ahead and hand with accounting right you know so
0: you could do both you could do both you could do both if you have room for it mm-hmm. and you know I
1: think like <laughs> women too mm. the idea that you know what do you do when you have children? Yeah. Where does your passion go?
0: Whew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that passion goes away yeah. because it becomes about that child, mm-hmm. and women lose themselves. And now this new role Mm -hmm. As a mother And now you have to Not only give To your partner Your husband Your Uh, boyfriend Whatever Oh lord Now you have to give To someone That actually needs you 100% Day in and day out You You won't have Mm -hmm. a lot of time for yourself Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important to work on your passion and purpose and your goals now Mm -hmm. before you get so consumed with all those other things yeah Um, but women I mean I don't know I feel like our passion then becomes being a wife being a mother (sighs) being a <laughs> caregiver yes because this is who we are uh, the nurturing side the pops nurturing and doesn't go back exactly and you forget about, oh, that fashion school you wanted to go to, mm. the clothing line you wanted to start, the mm-hmm. business you wanted to start. And then you don't have support from maybe mm. your partner. Mm-hmm. They're like, we ain't got money for that right. because now your money is not just your money. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. But
1: like, you know.
0: I'm not there no. right now, so
1: I can't. I don't even want to think about it. Right, but it's gonna ha- it's gonna happen. But I feel like I'll fight the urge to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go down fighting. Yeah, you know, I Before. would succumb to the pressures of like motherhood. Fighting. Yeah, you know, because I would hate to see me like I would hate to see me lose like, sight.
0: Yeah, of yeah, my
1: passions and my purpose.
0: And for some people, like being a mother is their passion and they're very, you know, they like the whole natural approach. They want to make the baby sweet from scratch and time. they really (laughs) care. Like them being a stay at home mom is really passionate, you know, to them. So I do feel like that takes a heavy amount of grace. Yeah. um shout out to them I don't think I will be that's that money. type of person because <laughs> gotta, to I gotta distract myself <laughs> I gotta distract myself from like the house yes, stuff. yes so. yes but shout out to you know the stay-at-home mothers shout out, out to there. All y'all. <laughs> all y'all passion <laughs> purpose career yes girl that's awesome but culturally what do you find especially like you mentioned on episode two you're mm-hmm. African I'm mm-hmm. from a Caribbean background mm-hmm. how has culture impacted your career choice
1: um in the beginning I felt bad for choosing therapy. Mm. Yeah, cuz you know, you who am I to talk to my African parent um <laughs> about therapy like Does that make sense? No. Oh, so you mean people come to you to talk about their problems mm. and you're supposed to help them?
0: Mhm. Why? Mm.
1: People need to keep their problems to themselves. Is that real? Yeah, right. Is that a thing? They need to go to God. Mm-hmm. You know. So in the beginning, it was definitely tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt that I want. Well, I the only time in my life where I felt like I need to be like a doctor or a lawyer was when, when I'm like watching Grace Anatomy, and I'm like, <laughs> Doctor Gray, do this. Like that's right. the only time that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I would have loved to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but choosing my career path. It's completely, it's like an outlier in the community, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's rare that I find African people, like whenever I go to like conferences or workshops or anything, usually the only black or African person in the room, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> right. Right. That's, it's obvious that it's not really a profession where their people are pushing their kids to, yeah. right? Because it shouldn't exist in when it comes to an African culture. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom has my mom never made me feel like I had to be anything that I didn't want to be, good. which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, "Oh, you like that? Okay, great. You Aww, know, go yeah. ahead and do that." Support it. Um, but I have a lot of friends who are literally pursuing these professions because of what their parents have told them to do. Yikes. Um, and to me, that is devastating. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you grow up, are you really living for you? Or are you living under exactly. the shadow of somebody else? Exactly.
1: And my mom would always say, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when I die, like, you have to like what you do. Yeah. And if you were doing it for me and you, and that person is now gone, now you're losing the purpose for who you were doing or what you were doing it for. Right. So, it's like having to check, you know, yourself and say, okay, why am I doing this is important. That's why when I said, like, I don't, I can't see myself doing anything else. Mm-hmm. For me, that is rewarding for me because mm-hmm. I know that anything, like, the world can collapse. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I could I can still do therapy. I can do it. Yeah, you know, I don't have to, you know, run and be like, okay, so let's switch things up and do something else. But mm-hmm. I could still do it. Yeah. So, what about you as far as culture?
0: I mean, similar to you, I mean... They were not having the social work change. Mm -hmm. Um, They were like, what is that? You
1: did change. So you gave them. I
0: changed. You gave them
1: a taste of what they wanted.
0: Yes. And then you were like, And I was like, nah. (laughs) Nah, bruh. (laughs) That ain't for me. Right. And they were like, oh, then do you want your tuition paid? Oh. Because they see it as an investment. Yeah. So that I could pour back into them. Right you know so it's like you're not gonna make money with social work wow. therefore we're basically gonna be taking care of you for the rest of your life should we continue to invest in such a thing as social work wow they couldn't understand what are you working and why are you social while you're working what? <laughs> like they didn't understand <laughs> what, what social mean? work was yeah. like what do you do and you know the concept was new to me so of course I'm like um you help people help themselves right you yeah. know you could have been there as an accountant right <laughs> You're helping you helping them with them their taxes yeah, you know? yeah. so it was rough mm-hmm. um, but eventually they became supportive okay. um, I'm sure they had a little, a little resentment of towards course. me they were a little angry yeah but I mean what were they gonna do yeah,
1: but that's not, that's tough though because a lot of people do have that thing where my mom is paying for my tuition and I better come out of here with this MD and <laughs> yes. nothing else. Yes. So you find a lot of people that are just like, oh yeah, I'm look, it's gonna be great when the money comes in, but as of right now, I'm miserable. Right. Yeah. That is or tough. you're
0: bored or yeah. you're just feeling unfulfilled. And mm-hmm. then that attaches to your worth and thoughts of, you know, what you think about yourself. Because it's like, well, who are you? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Should you even belong on this earth? Like, yeah. where, what's your voice? That's true. And that also goes into, like, what how we
1: identify ourselves when it comes to, like, the society. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, my question to you would be, like, how... Where do you fall as far as profession and careers concerned when it comes to society's views?
0: Um, I do you break that down a little bit more? Okay,
1: so <laughs> so society,
0: yes, is
1: sitting right there mm-hmm. every day. You get up, Telling you're me there to yeah. you do whatever. Right mm-hmm. now, as a social worker, mm-hmm. how do you feel as a social worker based on one, let's say, your age group? Mm-hmm and um, things that are occurring with people in your age group. Mm, you know, how mm-hmm. do you feel? Or how do you compare?
0: I honestly, it, it hits me. It hits my, I guess, thinking and self-esteem in a way because you're not making much money in social okay. work. And the age group of like life changes, life events, mm-hmm. people, you know, getting married or mm-hmm. advancing in their careers mm-hmm. or having like higher level degrees and able to easily make you know whatever exactly Mm -hmm. and i have to go through the trenches before i could even get close Mm -hmm. to six figures Mm -hmm. it makes me feel kind of like what i'm doing is waste and i've had days like that yeah and it's nothing against like mom baby like the population i'm working with Mm -hmm. but it's like why did i choose social work like i've had conversations with colleagues and we're just like what were we thinking? Wow. Because the student loans and what you have to pay back oh. does Sing not compare to what you are making. No. And it's like when they try to set up your payment plans and they're thinking, but you get paid X amount of money. Did you not remember I have car notes? Exactly. I have car insurance. To work. I got gas. Eat. I got groceries. <laughs> a little bit of maybe self-care. Exactly. P- and then a pay, pay back 700 dollars Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, they don't. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, society, one, I feel like they don't, society doesn't value mental health professions as a whole. Definitely. It's underpaid. Mm -hmm. But yet, we're so needed. And it's such a big market. Uh But we're not paid enough. Whereas someone, not to throw shade or minimize their role, Mm -hmm. but someone's out here making six figures just doing cultural engagement. Yeah. Now, it's important. Mm -hmm. But I'm like... And it's funny because at my institution that I work at, Mm -hmm. Johns Hopkins, Mm -hmm. it was funny because somebody was talking to me about a position being opened Mm -hmm. for some, like, macro, whatever, oversight, starting off making six figures. I'm like... How about you trickle that money to Down the people on the front line yeah. who are actually planting the seeds yeah. and doing the work? Not saying
1: uh-huh. that is not so-and-so is
0: not doing work, right? but we're the front line. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting how society, they don't place a lot of value on that no, at don't. all. And it, it makes sucks. me question why I chose this field.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Okay. (laughs) From a financial perspective, from a spiritual place and an emotional place, Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable and confident in why. But Mm -hmm. a financial place, uh, questionable. Yeah, definitely questionable.
1: (laughs) You know, I have those moments, too, where I'm just like, okay, well, this was great. This was cute.
0: Yeah. I get it.
1: Um, But then, like, you look up, you go on, like, Glassdoor, and you're looking up, like, you know, salaries for whatever jobs you're
0: yeah. like, wow wouldn't it if be great only, <laughs> if only one could dream oh man this would be
1: amazing yeah um it sucks granted it does suck what sucks even more is like i think last year i was just like i, I mean you're making money but you're not like making money yeah but then all your friends are like going on trips Going on trips. And buying this and mm-hmm. buying that. I have a friend who, honestly, I don't understand why you're buying so much designer, but is <laughs> chill out. Um, but, like, no, I'm not, not to be, like, shady, but it's just like, okay, like, she is in a profession where she can do that. Yeah. You know, whereas for me, that. I'm not going to buy that because I have to pay this or right. I have to save for this or I want to save for this. Yeah. Um... But at the same time, like you said, they they need this profession. And it's mm-hmm. a necessity in our, in our society. Mm-hmm. But where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? Now, if the money was great, I would, would I be complaining? Would you be complaining? No. Because
0: hmm. I would feel like I'm being compensated for the work that I'm doing. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't feel like the measure mm-hmm. of my work is being compensated for appropriately. Okay. So what would be like good compensation hmm. I don't
1: think everyone so. at John Hopskin,
0: Hopkins please listen up <laughs> please tune in tune in we're about to drop gems <laughs> Um. I honestly think if you are coming out of any school education level with a masters mm-hmm. you should be making like 16 and above yes no matter yes. what Yes. your whatever you're doing your profession like mm-hmm. that should be the baseline yeah if it's not that what is poorly <laughs> constructed right. by society. Yeah, that's so. true. I agree. At least, at so. least, and th- yeah, <laughs> that's all. And I'm, gonna say.
1: So I'm, I'm gonna say 60 and above plus like loan reimbursement. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now now you're reaching.
1: <laughs> you know, throw that in there, little benefits. Right. <laughs> Let's, we need that. <laughs> Good benefits, good benefits. Because it it gets hard. It does. It gets really, really hard. Because you
0: have to remember, your salary is not what you take home. Yeah. So you have the taxes. You got to pay for your benefits. Mm -hmm. Then you look at your check. After all of that is deducted. Um. Hello. What, (laughs) ma'am? Please Y'all give me back my change. <laughs> honestly. Honestly.
1: So And you know, if I could also be super transparent, you know there's some moments where you're like scrolling through Instagram or like you pop up on the shade room, right? Mm-hmm. And you see Lord, you see strippers Woo. taking home racks. 120K a night. hmm And in that moment you have a quick like, whoa. Wow. Huh. Hmm. I, I, mm-hmm lucrative <laughs>
0: lucrative
1: yeah <laughs> job because it's a job for some people it's a career for some and it's honestly you are rich yeah wow
0: does that but then you do that you're you're unworthy you're a hoe oh yeah you're a sinner yeah you're selling your body Mm -hmm. or whatever yeah you have no morals but then your quality of life is popping
1: yeah because you're not stressing over what who's what first which bill is gonna get paid first exactly you're not lacking anything of
0: course supposedly so right but morally it's wrong yeah so speaking about moral. Okay. Morals and values. <laughs> all right. Now, when God comes into the picture, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you want to do full-time ministry.
1: Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Shout <laughs> well, out to all y'all who be, do that.
0: Right. You want to be an evangelist <laughs> or a pastor. Mm-hmm. You're not getting compensated. At all. For basically. what you're doing. But mm-hmm. you feel like this is the calling on your life. Uh-huh. How do you... <laughs> how do you get there? Is it... Okay, I guess I got two questions. Okay. One, how do you feel confident in that? And then two, is it wrong to wanna to make profit while doing the things of God? Whoa. The will of God. Okay. Um
1: whoa.
0: Loaded. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I honestly don't even think about that kind of stuff okay. which is great for you to ask the question because mm-hmm. I'm like hey, no, I've never really thought about it mm-hmm. is it wrong to mm, profit off the of things of God I huh okay here's how I'm thinking right mm-hmm. if this is God's plan for your life God is going to provide right, right? Mm-hmm. us not trusting that God will provide shows a lack of faith
0: mm-hmm. right
1: so now if we're showing that we don't have faith in God what mm-hmm. are we doing mm-hmm. right um that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if I am f- in full time ministry, if me or someone that I know is in full time ministry mm-hmm. and um, they're struggling, mm-hmm. um, please call for an offering. <laughs> <laughs> I got bills to pay okay right (laughs) um but it's also like you know but this is the thing these are the things of God and Mm -hmm. you know why do you need to get paid for it but at the same time but then also you can think like God is always going to put me in a situation is never going to put me in a situation where I'm going to be lacking yeah right and if I am lacking he's always going to find some way somehow to provide whether it's a way that I think Mm -hmm. you know I can think of or Mm -hmm. a way that he just Mm -hmm. orchestrates out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um but I, I don't know. I can't see myself being full time ministry and not, you know, making money. I'm going to be, <laughs> nah, I'm going to make- see y'all on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But Monday through Friday, I'm be hustling, I will doing be something. Hustling. Yeah. yeah. But people are out there doing it, though. Missionaries are doing yeah, it. Yeah, they
0: are. I mean, some people make bank off of that. I yeah. mean, it also goes down to the question of, like, is church really a business? Yes. Or is it just pure ministry and we are... Right. Okay. Let me just say this. Break it down. (laughs) Break it down.
1: Church is a business. Churches need to run. Mm -hmm. Right? And Mm -hmm. what what do things need to be? They need money. They they need to have money to run. Mm -hmm. Now, what keeps the church running as far as funding is concerned is the ministry. Yes. Right? So you have people who are like, because of the ministry, what this ministry has done to my life, I am going to give. Yep willingly, freely, people who are also obeying the commandment of God and tithing that 10% Mm -hmm. or more Mm -hmm. every month or Mm -hmm. every two weeks, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, if there is no money, Mm -hmm. the building and the people who are employed in that building are not going to be They're not going to get paid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, ministry, of course, is definitely important, but... Bills need to get paid.
0: But in order to run a ministry, you need Money. the finances. Mm-hmm.
1: So, then what do you say to someone who, for example, mm-hmm. she's war? Mm-hmm. You need funding. Right. And so, <laughs> <laughs> girl, girl. <laughs> it's your passion. It's my We're passion. talking about careers. It's your passion. Yep. You know, woman empowerment. Mm-hmm. It's your passion. You're affecting people. Um, you're speaking life over people it's your this is what you know this is your thing Mm -hmm. Um, it gets challenging of course when we're thinking about funding yep so how do you manage in that space hmm
0: well, I've had a couple conversations with the lord about what we going to do. Okay. Because, <laughs> you know, you have all these grand ideas and mm-hmm. you feel this pressure like I have to make it happen, mm-hmm. but the finances aren't adding up because mm-hmm. outside of war, I still have my personal right. bills to pay. Right. And then you have people that might have grand ideas like we should do this and we yeah. should do that. Uh-huh. Um are you, are paying, you paying for, for that? <laughs> because see, it's nice to have a room full yes. of women, yes. like 50 people show up to an event, mm-hmm. but you have to remember that what you pay for previous or prior to the event mm-hmm. is for 50 people. Yeah. And that's a lot of money. Right. Like food, mm-hmm. the favors, mm-hmm. decor, mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. I mean flyers. No so the venue. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. So I'm really learning how to limit not in a negative way, but mm-hmm. really just like take it bit by bit and mm-hmm. understand that one day it will get to that grand, you know, place yeah. where we could have these these beautiful experiences for women and mm-hmm. take it where it is right now. Because I still think She Is War was a great experience, it was, you yeah. know. And I do see so much more for it, so much potential. But I have to be conscious of where I am. What is my portion now? Mm-hmm. I cannot afford to you know, cash out like that. And then I'm suffering at the end. I don't think God set it up to be that way where we're depleted Mm -hmm. and we have nothing to offer or where we're sacrificing Mm -hmm. our tithe because Mm -hmm. of this. Like Mm -hmm. we need to still be able to be faithful with little before we could be faithful with much. And so I'm learning that Mm -hmm. and how to budget and not get so caught up in the ideas and the pressures and the comparisons with other women empowerment organizations and just kind of stick to my lane. Yeah. So with that being said, um, you know we had the launch at the hotel because yeah. it was nice, fancy. Not doing it again. <laughs> it was Sorry, guys. Too expensive. Steve. <laughs> you know, last minute mm. fees came up, and wow. it's like, okay, now <laughs> the building <laughs> is nice, right? But is that really what's important? Mm. No. It's Mm -hmm. what happens during the program, what's Mm -hmm. inside of the room. The people that are there. The people that are there, the team, what we're offering, the message that we are depositing into them. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I don't need to cash out on a very expensive venue Mm -hmm. when I may not have that room. Yeah. So lesson learned. Well, you know, it takes it takes, it takes experiencing experience. it to learn, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But that's tough, though. I mean, like you said, I feel like being a steward of what you've been given in your ministry mm-hmm. is important. Mm-hmm. You know, and the simple fact that you have to you have to deal with that and you know battle these things. Like, are you sacri- What are you sacrificing? What are you
0: sacrificing? I mean, that money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have went and bought I mean, something. I like Kate Spade. Okay. I like Tory Burch. Tell the people. I like to go out to eat. Gift ideas. It's really tough. <laughs> <so>. Secret <laughs> Santa, by the way. You know what I mean? I want to look good. I want to get my nails done every two weeks. Not monthly. Right. <laughs> right. I'm yeah, saying. it gets hard. But I had to sacrifice certain things. Mm-hmm. So I think there there's a healthy side to that, but there can be an unhealthy side. Yeah. And so finding that balance is very important when you want to do ministry and mm-hmm. organization of business mm-hmm. what so have you mm-hmm. and sometimes people might not fully understand that yeah but again if they are not in your bank account then they don't need to say a word at all boundaries exactly <laughs> set them up i'm
1: like wait are you are you so, depositing no exactly. oh okay cool 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 great next
0: so, so I, I don't question yeah
1: there. yeah, yeah. So you talked about, like, other women empowerment mm-hmm. ministries or organizations. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was it? What did you battle as far as the birthing process, mm-hmm. um, knowing that war doesn't stand alone? War is, like, a not a sister, like, related, mm-hmm. but, like, there are other women empowerment Organizations out there. How was that for you? Did you ever feel like, man, am I not gonna do it because I've, I've seen other people do this and there are people out there for it? Or, like, what did you, what was it, how, how was that like for you?
0: It was a struggle at first because. I do feel like that's the new thing these days. It's like this woman empowerment thing mm-hmm. in different ways. And so I was like, okay, why? I really had to ask myself, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Is it because other people are doing it or am I really passionate about it? Okay. And once I found that this is a passion and a purpose for me, I then wanted to set war apart from everything else mm-hmm. or from what I've seen out there. Mm-hmm. What is war's message? How will we be different? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh what will people take away and stick to that? Okay. Like don't copy, don't duplicate, don't compete, yeah. you know, comparing. It's hard to say not to compare. Yeah, you're, you're going to compare mm-hmm. to some degree, but I really tried to stay focused on wars, wars, um, mission. Okay. And message. And that's it. Okay. And I think that's what kind of kept me focused. And even when I attended like other events out of support or mm-hmm. out of just like networking, mm-hmm. of course, like I'm human. Those thoughts came up like, ooh, this is a night. That was cute. <laughs> that was cute, yeah, 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 yeah. Am I okay. going to be able to do this? Like, yeah, you know, okay. they had a good turnout mm-hmm. because women were naturally in society pinned against each other. Yeah. To be like, well, who's gonna do it better? Uh-huh. Who's gonna say this better? Who's mm-hmm. gonna show up cuter? Mm-hmm. What decor are they gonna have? Yeah. So I tried my best to not get caught up in that. Okay. Because you have to like understand your walk is your walk, your journey mm-hmm. is your journey, and your organization has to have something significant that mm-hmm. nothing like Those no times. other organization has. So. That's true. I was intentional about that with war, and that's what I think made it be what it what it was. Mm-hmm. So. But it was a struggle. It Mm -hmm. was a struggle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I can imagine that. Because even since we're talking about careers, we compare ourselves to people in different professions. Mm -hmm. We compare ourselves to people in our professions. Mm -hmm. We compare ourselves to everything. Mm -hmm. So, you know imagine something that you consider your baby mm. right now, you know, and then all these things. You have to make sure you have to protect it, but you also have to make sure that it grows, right? So, right. I can imagine that being tough, especially with the idea that women do get pinned against each other. yeah. And the success of women is usually compared by the success of the woman prior.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: it's like, well, she tried that and, you know, it didn't really it work didn't out. Any so, work. good luck, you know? Or, well, she did it this way. So, I hope mm-hmm. that you are gonna do it the same too right you know so that could probably be, get super tough
0: and you have to know that your organization may not be for everybody mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to be like you might only be able to cater to a certain population like for us we're 21 and above like mm-hmm. that's our focus mm-hmm. and our message is all around your worth and all of that jazz mm-hmm. so if another organization is focused on i don't know your character or Mm -hmm. another one is more about career or whatever like that's cool there are people out there that need that but there's also people out there that need this and so being confident in your message it's gonna send you all the way Mm -hmm.
1: yeah I was listening to I think I was listening to another podcast um I would shut them out but um they're not paying for uh ads (laughs) (laughs) but um I was listening to another podcast and somebody was just saying how like you know whenever you get discouraged about like you have an idea that you want to come that you mm-hmm. want to come to uh, fruition, whenever you think that you can't do it, just walk down the water aisle, and see how like <laughs> there's Deer Park, there's Fiji, there's Essential, there's. The giant brand, the 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 Costco Dasani. brand, Dasani, all of that, mm-hmm. all these these different brands are selling the same thing, the same product. And somebody is gonna, I'm gonna walk down that aisle and pick essential, essential, or somebody else is gonna walk down that aisle and pick Dasani, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, there's something for everybody. Yep. And you not creating that, or you not walking in your purpose, is robbing someone of that. And mm-hmm. that, to me, is probably like my biggest fear. Yeah. When it comes to purpose. What's your biggest fear when it comes to purpose?
0: Um, not fulfilling it. Okay. Being stagnant. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I think, you know, your purpose will grow and expand over time. And yeah. so I never want to get to an arrival point. Mm-hmm. I want to just keep going. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's my what fear. What happens when you're stagnant, though? Um, for me, when I'm stagnant, it's either because I'm running out of new ideas I'm bored, mm-hmm. I'm discouraged, mm-hmm. and so I get just stuck. Mm-hmm. And I don't think freshness can flow when you're in a place of being complacent or stagnant.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have that fear of stagnation, it's just like not moving, yeah. right? But then, little, if you haven't heard episode two, but going back to that, mm-hmm. for me, it reminds me, stop, breathe, mm-hmm. take care. Yeah. Right? It's... It's easy for us to just keep moving. Right. To want to go from one thing to another, to another, to another. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like, if we're at our worst, like we said before, Mm -hmm. like, how do do, do things grow? Mm -hmm. So I used to be like, oh, I will hate it. Like, for example, I wanted to go from... Um, bachelor's to master's to phd mm-hmm. all in one sweep like wow i no time i was like I'm, i have <laughs> no time for anybody okay right. i want to make sure that i get that phd by a certain age and then i'm good mm-hmm. and then i got my
0: master's and i was just like wait i like this let me save right here real quick this is nice mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and i enjoyed that and i'm enjoying that mm-hmm. and my boss was like well are you gonna when are you gonna get your phd i said huh hey <laughs>
0: Slow down. <laughs> Chill out.
1: <laughs> You're doing too much. You're doing mm-hmm. too much. You're talking too loud. Like relax. Mm-hmm. But um I was thinking about it like, yeah. I, I it was like flashback to yo, you wanted to get this PhD as soon as possible. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, my vision board from back then where I was just like, go, 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 and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Everything was up there, but I'm, I, I'm not there right now. Right. And imagine if I look at it as, oh, I'm stagnant. Mm. You know? Yeah. I would have been hating myself. Yeah. For not doing what I was planning on doing. Right. But now I'm just like, you know, this is where I need to be. Yep. You know, I've been in school for, what, almost 20-some years. Mm-hmm. This Give is I need a to. Chill. Break. <laughs> I need to read something other than a textbook. Yes. Um, but I can imagine the feeling of stagnation or the feeling of like not improving or mm-hmm. not, you know, achieving.
0: Yeah. Only
1: because we don't, f- we're not, we don't see that achievement right then and there. Right. Um. So I mean, it, it happened to me. I think now is where I'm just like, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. I'm literally, honestly, going with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> As much as I would have hated to go with the flow back then, I am going, as far as my career is concerned, Mm -hmm. I am going with the flow. Where I am right now is great for me right now.
0: Right. For right now. Yeah. Right.
1: You know, in the future, more than likely, I'll switch up, you know, look, I'm getting the PhD. Yes. I'm doing that, but like, I'm not going to push myself prematurely. Yes. Because of like my personal standards.
0: And I think that's a fear of mine, too, to make sure that timing is appropriate. Okay. Um, especially with like launching a new business, because mm-hmm. you don't want to do too much. Because a lot of it comes with upfront money, yeah. and so if you don't have that, I advise you not to go mm-hmm. head in. But. I also want to get to a place where, you know, there's a flow. There's a mm-hmm. financial flow. There's revenue. There's a mm-hmm. there's a business model to all of this. Mm-hmm. Then I feel like I could relax a little bit okay. and kind of just you know sail right. in that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not overwhelm myself in the process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it comes. You got to just know where you are. Mm-hmm. Like know where you are in your purpose walk and yeah. your career path and be content Mm -hmm. with that were you always content in your purpose walk no because like war has been an idea for like what eight years Mm -hmm. eight nine years now so I wasn't content and that's what led me back to vision board what I wanted to do and I was like okay Mm -hmm. now I'm positioned in a place where I can do this okay so but now I'm content yeah okay and you feel like you're I feel like purposefully yes
1: okay mm-hmm. that's cool I don't think I'm there, there there yet as far as like purpose yeah is yeah. concerned I'm just more so career enjoying passion.
0: your passion
1: your yes. career yeah. but I do I, I do agree like there's some people are like us some of us are walking down that purpose walk and mm-hmm. strut strutting and enjoying it and mm-hmm. then others are like oh you know I'm chilling over here mm-hmm. that was like it's nice to see <laughs> I'm gonna cheer from the sidelines mm-hmm. um but I just would how do you what do you say to somebody who wants to go and wants to like dive into that purpose walk but doesn't know how? How did you do it? Hmm.
0: How did I do it? Well I think my story that Clearly, I didn't write on my own, (laughs) Mm kind of did it for me. I feel like I was kind of pushed into this. But if that's something that somebody's, like, considering, I honestly would say pray about it Mm -hmm. because— If you are someone like you and I who wants to be guided by God and Mm -hmm. literally walk the footprints he's laid out for you, Mm -hmm. you have to pray about it. Mm -hmm. So before I do anything, I pray about it. I meditate and Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not making any movement Mm -hmm. until you tell me this is a go. Because without that higher, you know, wisdom and without God's guidance, like for me you're just lost and you're just doing things because it feels good and you have to understand that purpose isn't always going to feel good it's not always going to give you the goosebumps and the Mm -hmm. excitement like she is war I didn't feel excited Mm -hmm. honestly until the day of Okay. The whole month before stress. Yeah. You know, like, well, how is this going to get paid? Like, what's going to happen? Like, are they going to, people buying tickets? They didn't buy tickets till two weeks before. So the anxiety was high. But the day of, I'm like, this is it. Like, this is what I saw. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You know, like, I was stress free. Yeah. I was excited. And Mm -hmm. that's what told me you're exactly where you need to be. Mm -hmm. But people have to, realize the grass isn't always greener yeah you gotta pray about it Mm -hmm. be intentional about what you're doing not for nobody else no audience and follow the path that you feel has been laid out for you yeah
1: I think the one thing that affects us as women is the whole audience piece, Mm, mm -hmm. you know, because we can be intentional Mm -hmm. when it comes to something that we want to do. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it intentionally. Um, But then as far as the audience piece is something that I think a lot of women struggle with, Mm. you know, just the idea that I have to perform. Yeah. Or I can't fail because I can't. No one can see my weakness. Right. No one can see me fail. I don't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that my failure is now publicized or yeah, um, put out there is you know disheartening. Right. And as women, we struggle with a lot. You know, that's why. <laughs> that's why, honestly, as like a protective measure, can you imagine? Okay, one of my protective measures is like I don't post things mm-hmm. that I'm doing in life. Right. Like. No one would have known that I got another degree Mm -hmm. if I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. You know, no one would have known what I do for a living Mm -hmm. if I didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. And I make sure not to do that, one, for privacy purposes, Mm -hmm. because it's my business, (laughs) y'all. And two, it's like, what if I fail? Mm. I announce this whole thing to everyone. Yep. And And they're watching. They're watching and waiting. And I need to... um, Make sure I, I achieve this. Yeah,
0: and you can get caught up in being a perfectionist when mm-hmm. you do that. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, putting war out was a lot. Yeah, because I was like, "How do I know I want to do this?" Right. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> I mean, pulling back like, I don't "Am know. I sure about this?" Yeah, blog for what? Yeah, what's that? Mm-hmm. But once people see you drop that photo, yep. that degree, you cannot turn back. You can't take it back. Nope. So then what are you going to do? Exactly. So that's why you, yeah. <laughs>
1: and the big and that's just like it's tough and let's be real y'all like it's so tough Mm -hmm. to even go through life not I mean you want you want to announce your successes you want to shout from the mountaintops about your achievements but at the same time there's somebody out there that will might be disheartened by that Mm -hmm. not to say don't do it but like imagine you are struggling to make it through your master's program Mm -hmm. and like four or five of your friends are dropping like oh yeah just just finished my degree like Mm -hmm. boom 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 Boom, boom! Boom! It can be disheartening right. to some, but then also like a like a prompting to somebody else. Yeah. Um but I just that's I just I can't share. Like, yeah. If I'm gonna make <laughs> up my mind about something and do it, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. You know, if I fail, okay man, well that wasn't that wasn't it. You know? Right, and it's but just with you. It's just me. It's right, just, right, right, right. Only you know that. You know, it's like the it's like the idea that let's say somebody's in a relationship mm-hmm. and they're posting boo Ooh. and they And then it work out and through the timeline. Lord, Lord, Lord And then out of nowhere
0: he you disappears.
1: don't see no more pictures. I saw somebody a post, I was just like, Look, if you were posted if I and I was liking these photos and commenting, you gotta let me know what happened.
0: Yeah. If you're
1: gonna take him down or whatever, you gotta let me know what happened. At least. Yeah. Cause that to me is just like I can't. I can't. It's so
0: much exposure. And when oh. you expose so much about yourself, mm-hmm. it leaves you vulnerable. Yeah. And it allows people to be in your life. Like you said. Like yep. for me. I am on social media a lot. I love social media. You mm-hmm. know, I love to take pictures, post she is it. Obsessed. Yes, <laughs> but i also there's also very private side to me, right? And like a lot of people might ask, so like, what's new with War? Oh, well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's war. There. <laughs> she is war. Yeah, you know.
1: That's it. That little vague response. Exactly, yep.
0: because you have to protect your goals. You mm-hmm. have to protect your right. achievements, and right. you have to protect your dreams. Mm-hmm. You can't share that too prematurely. You yeah. know, it so just like, anybody. Exactly. Yeah. You have to be careful who you share that with because some people, mm. Hmm, mm. they are ready for you to fail. Yes. And some people are generally cheering you on. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to decipher who's who. Right. And everybody looks the same on social media. Yes. Anybody can like a picture. A like is always deemed as support. Exactly. But Big, what's behind closed doors? Exactly. And when you hit rock bottom whenever, who's are up? they still there? Are they still liking that are picture? Are they liking the picture? Are they looking at or you Or are still? they
1: laughing?
0: Exactly.
1: And you know, rejoicing in that failure.
0: Because some people find purpose and just being there when you succeed. Yeah. But not when you don't. Yeah. So you just gotta. You gotta be careful. That, that's
1: true. We t- last week we talked about support systems, right? Yes. And, how, and like how important it is and how it's important to set those boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. And even now, that carries over to career mm-hmm. and purpose, mm-hmm. you know? Um, you can't, like you said, you can't just share, oh, this is what I'm trying to do, y'all. Right. With everybody, you know? Not everybody needs to know the ins and outs of how your business runs. You no. Know? Not everybody needs to know the ins and outs of how your career is. Yep. Um, I think for me, one of the most important things and one of the things I cherry Cherish the most about my career is being able to find a mentor, mm. um, somebody that's older than me mm-hmm. that I can go to and say, Hey, here's what I'm experiencing, mm-hmm. here's what I'm going through, how did you do it? Yeah. You know, um, I think in careers and purpose, I think you, everybody has a support system, right? Yeah. But what's important when you are on this purpose walk or on this career path is to have, like, a mentor. Mm -hmm. Someone that looks like you. Mm -hmm. Someone that you're able to go and communicate with. Mm -hmm. Looks like you. Talks like you. And is able to connect with you on a deeper level so that you know, okay, if anything, if they did it, Mm -hmm. I can do it. Yeah. You know? And I don't think a lot of us have that Mm -hmm. because of the idea of competition. Yep. And the idea that, you know, I don't want you know i don't want them to impede on my shine right you know but look find, find a mentor
0: yeah <laughs> please and you, that might not be your parents yes and you know culturally i don't think it should be your parents it shouldn't because their expectations and standards of what you should be doing and what you should be is gonna mm-hmm. look nine times out of ten different completely yeah
1: and then at the same time it's like you being my mentor parent mm-hmm. like are you catching the vision or are you just like interpreting what i'm saying and through your framework or your lens and trying to make it make sense for you therefore right. skewing my plan completely mm. you know um why are you when you choose your mentor that's why it's like you have to be super intentional about it like yeah choose someone that you know like look they've been here before um i trust them
0: yeah big and
1: one. i you know and i look up to them yeah because if you don't what's the point right
0: now do you think that people achieve like higher level degrees to fulfill a void that they may have in themselves like can career and purpose just be a void filler Hmm. um for some yeah
1: Mm -hmm. probably Mm -hmm. um yeah I think for some, definitely, because mm-hmm. you have people, for example, when I finished my master's program, I was so used to have to learning mm-hmm. that like I'm not learning anymore. yeah, I need to be learning. You know, Um, the absence of that to me was just like, "Whoa, this is completely different. I need to fill this void. What do Mm -hmm. I fill the void with? Um, And I could have easily applied to programs and just gone back to school. Right. But that would have been premature. It wouldn't have been what God's plan for my life was. Mm -hmm. But there are definitely people out there who were just, you know, definitely achieving Mm -hmm. in a sense, in society sense, Mm -hmm. but are empty.
0: Yeah. Deep down. And that is scary. That is, that's a dangerous that to be. That is scary. Yep. I couldn't imagine. Just living up for the trophies and the accolades yeah. and the statuses. When you go to sleep at night, are you happy? Right. Oh! So is purpose really like achieving something or is it just inner fulfillment and contentment? What do you think? I think it is inner fulfillment. Okay. A part, that's a part of it. Uh-huh. And then it seeps, obviously, into the outward mm-hmm. achievements and mm-hmm. successes that may not be shared with public, or yeah. it, you know, may be shared, yeah. whatever. But I think it has to start from within. Mm-hmm. I do. For some people, I feel like it also starts outwardly,
1: and then you're like, whoa, this is really what I want to do. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then it becomes, like, my inward, my thing. But... Yeah, I I think it's an inward thing, but I wouldn't say purpose is the inner thing. I think like passion, fuel, passion for me, Mm -hmm. I place, okay, I don't wanna sound crazy, (laughs) but (laughs) I place passion above purpose. Okay. Um, only because for me, this is my personal thing don't generalize people, I'm just saying for me, I place my passion above purpose because I feel that my passion fuels my purpose. Okay. So I can't um, if I'm not passionate about it there's literally no way that I'm doing it right um so I need to be I need to have that passion I need to feel like Mm -hmm. this is a thing for it to be my purpose Mm. um and if I don't have that passion then I know okay well girl don't
0: even don't even try
1: right um so then, of course, that's also inward to, yeah. you know, to start it off. Because um, it
0: takes some intrinsic motivation. Exactly. To, yeah. To push through that. Yeah. But I would definitely put
1: purpose. I mean, passion, passion and above purpose. purpose. What about you?
0: Hmm. I think I would put purpose over passion only because I feel like passions can change over time and mm-hmm. come and go. Mm-hmm. And I think passion is such, it can be an emotionally charged situation and sometimes your emotions you Are know feeling. they go up they go up and down yeah. you know they fluctuate so mm-hmm. sometimes you may like some days I'm on mom baby I don't feel passionate I don't yeah. feel like seeing a mom who you know is really depressed mm-hmm. but that doesn't take away from my purpose that I'm serving there mm-hmm. um and then purpose is like the larger picture of your life mm-hmm. you know the larger fulfillment so mm-hmm. I do feel like that takes dominance over okay
1: so then we describe purpose and passion differently. Yeah. Because I, I describe passion as that over overarching thing. Oh, uh, okay. Right? So me being a therapist, I'm passionate about people.
0: Uh, okay. Gotcha. Because
1: I'm passionate about people, I think my purpose is to serve Gotcha. People. Okay. So we could, I mean, everybody defines it differently.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But yeah,
1: I get, I get that though.
0: Either way. Mm-hmm. Now, purpose and worth... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Okay. Well, where do we start with that? Yes. <laughs>
1: um, do you? I have a question. Do you find? Do you find fulfillment? And is your worth well measured by your purpose?
0: It can be. Okay. But that can be dangerous too, because again, with like she is war. I got so consumed into starting this organization, Mm -hmm. having an event, posting Mm -hmm. the flyers, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, and getting the response from different people that when that was all gone, I felt empty. Oh, wow. And I was like, what's going on here? I don't feel very fulfilled right now. Okay. Um, And so I had to take a step back, reset, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And remind myself of my purpose just being here on earth Mm -hmm. and what I'm here to do Mm -hmm. and what God has you know placed over my life is even far bigger than just she is war so I couldn't get caught up in one event Mm -hmm. and so I really had to remove my worth from that Mm -hmm. like that doesn't define me that doesn't place all the value over my life so that took that took some reflection and Mm -hmm. time to sort through yeah true I, I can see that. What about
1: you? I, uh, as far as, like, my career and purpose, I find, okay, being, doing what I do, um, I'm able to find a sense of worth when I see how my presence in someone's life affected them positively, right? Okay. So in that sense, I definitely feel like, okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, I am worth this. Like, this is this is it. Um, But then outside of that, it's kind of tough right now for me, if I could be honest, to say that I'm currently, you know, purpose driven. Mm. Right. Because I don't I don't I don't feel like I'm there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't feel like I'm even on the path yet because I'm just chilling. Let's be real.
0: (laughs) I'm chilling I'm
1: cruising for a while I wasn't chilling and now I'm finally you know maxing and relaxing Mm so um I don't see I don't not that I don't see it as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like I'm, my worth is affected because I'm not on that purpose path, right? Yeah. Um, I could see how I could be mm-hmm. because I'm placing that that level that level of importance on it and everything. But as of right now, I'm finding way more worth. In those therapeutic relationships,
0: mm, okay,
1: um, than I am as far as like a purpose plan, okay, or a purpose path, okay. So you know, I mean,
0: I'm gonna get there someday. Of course you will.
1: Um, as far as purpose is concerned, yeah. But as of right now, no.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. That's true. True story. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a good conversation Mm -hmm. about passion, Mm -hmm. purpose, career. So, I feel like we got to drop a gem. Okay. (laughs) Let's drop the gem. Drop the gem.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, here's our gem for this week, guys. Um, We talked about passion, purpose, career, right? And we want you to think about this conversation, add to this conversation by communicating with us but mainly what is your purpose right what are you doing to work towards that purpose that passion and that plan yeah um is your career part of that is it not are you um currently like me just chilling and waiting for Jesus to appear <laughs> and tell you what to do? Or are you like Lisa and walking down that purpose path? Um, That's our gem. Let yeah. us know.
0: And I'll add to that mm-hmm. with maybe try mapping out, writing down some goals. Yeah. Writing down things that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and also where you see yourself in the next maybe five or ten years. Yeah. Because then you can see how your passion will fuel mm-hmm. your purpose. Yeah. And how to get there.
1: Really? Yeah. Definitely do that
0: and then we'll catch you on the next episode see y'all next time. oh wait hear y'all next time right? <laughs> girl how was that episode thank you so much for zoning in we hope you've enjoyed this real conversation about real life and real issues and remember girl Jesus loves you and oh, he so says lovely. you're worth it so make sure you own your truth your voice and your walk don't forget to hit us up and let us know how your week is going see you on the next episode